boy Jake, jakecutsfresh.com. You can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, at jake underscore cuts underscore fresh. What is going on? I got the new uh, new name and the new intro music, which I made myself. I produced that during the quarantine. Um, yeah, what's been going on? Been a while. I know a lot of people have been hitting me up, checking in. See when we're going to do some new episodes. Um, shout out to my man Steve. Estee 617, he's been on here a few times, um, got some regular listeners, I want to shout out, um, my man Barbara in the North, I believe your name's James, but I only know your Instagram name, man, but shout out to him and his new shop, um, my man Ernie out in Mississippi, Hector I just spoke to today, um, many more, that's just off the top of my head, so many of you guys appreciate it, if you ever want to, um, Hit me up, just, you know, Instagram DM seems to be the number one way people get me. The other way is through my email, which is just jakecutsfresh at gmail.com. There's no underscores in that email. Um, the website is getting refreshed. It's going to be new, along with everything else. Um, it, actually, if you've checked it up recently, it's not that new. <laughs> the pictures are the same. The, the structure is the same. But I want to add some value. Um, so I'm not going to tell you everything I'm doing. I'm just going to do it and then let you know when it's done. That is part of my new method. Um, where have I been? What have I been doing? So, you know, obviously quarantine, being locked down here in Massachusetts, uh, my shops were closed for 11 weeks. Um, I hit some real low points there, if I'm being honest. In the beginning, I was like, ah, we're going to get through this and this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to me. And, um, I just, I got real low. Um, I, I do struggle with slight bit of depression, man. I have, um, since I was young, since my late teens. Um, it's not something I like to really dwell on and talk about because it's not, doesn't define me, you know? Um, but what I learned during the time down and being very, very stressed out, not being able to make any money, um, not knowing when, we were going to be able to open back up. That all kind of messed with me. I think I really like having control. As an entrepreneur, all I want is control. And I had none. And that really kind of fucked with me for a little bit. Um, so, you know, I kind of hit this point where I realized that I was letting my job, my title as owner and master barber define who I was as a person. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing when it's going good. But when it wasn't going, I got really, like, sad. <laughs> you know, like, who am I? What am I doing? What is the point? Um, what's my purpose? It really brought me back to, like, what's my purpose? It took a few weeks. Um, I think for a while there, I was only sleeping, like, maybe two hours a night for a few weeks. I mean, at least two weeks, but probably, like, three or four weeks, realistically. Like, I would sleep for 45 minutes, wake up, watch TV for, like, six hours, go back to bed for, like, an hour, it was really weird, I, I get like that, when I get super stressed, I don't sleep, um, I also have like a seizure thing, which I don't tell people, but I figured full transparency, um, I've never had a full on seizure, but I have like little mini seizures, they're called, it's, they just say it's like seizure activity, and it's basically, it just looks like I'm twitching, um, and I have full control, I mean I can, like if it happened when I was driving, nothing would happen, it's not bad, it's just, a weird thing, so, like, that all comes back, so, I've been down, um, 
through it all and learn. Just like everything. I mean, if you got anything from me, you know that. I come back. I come back stronger. I come back better. So, um, big, big things I learned about myself and my business is that um, I lost sight of my purpose in opening the second shop. Now, I'm not saying it was a bad thing to do. I'm just saying that in the midst of me trying to get everything on the same page, I sort of put my purpose for my life on the side. Um, I figured out what my purpose was a couple of years ago, probably four years ago, um, which is to be the best version of myself so that I can help other people be the best version of themselves. I know that sounds almost made up like, like, uh, I don't know. It sounds like you read it somewhere. Um, <clears throat> but like this podcast is part of my purpose. My whole Jake Cuts Fresh brand is part of my purpose. Like all I want to do is help you barbers get better, find new ways of being, uh, great at what you do so that you love it and you make other people feel better the clients. So, you know, because barbering, changed my life in such a positive way that I want to make sure it does for you as well. I guess that's the best way to put it. That's my purpose. But it stems beyond professions. You know, it, st- it stems beyond your skill set. It stems beyond, like, what you do for work. We're all barbers for money, true. But, like, there's a lot of people that I've met through this podcast that I just talk to about life and just help them, like, get over fears and get over stuff. And, like, that's the real shit. That's what I'm really after. And so, I, I, I've been I've been off. Uh, I decided what I want this brand to look like, what I want this whole thing to look like. It's not just a podcast. It's much more dimensional than that. M- many more dimensions. Many much more. <laughs> I can't talk. So, you know, the other thing I, I decided about myself is that um, I talk a lot of shit. I say a lot of things. Um, I don't necessarily do them. How many times you could go like episode for episode and every time I'm mentioning something I'm going to add or do or bring in and then you never see it. Um, that's wrong of me. I'm taking ownership over that. That was, that's, that's not the man I want to be. And I'm, I'm no longer going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm just going to show you when it's done. So, you know, I used to say to my barbers all the time, man, don't tell me you're pregnant. Just show me the baby. You know, I don't want to know what you're going to do someday with the thing. Just do it. And I had to say that to myself, you know, um, which kind of brought me to this point. One night, couldn't sleep. I watched like two seasons of uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel in like one night <laughs> or two nights. I think I did one season and one night and most of the second season, another night. Um I was just going through numbers. My shop, my Milford shop is bigger, has eight chairs. And it was rental, uh, chair rental. And I was just going through numbers like every night for a while, just looking at them going, this doesn't make any sense now that I really look at it from a distance. You know, had some time to be away from the shop, I mean. Um, I'm not going to be able to keep this place open. This isn't, <laughs> it's not making any money. I had, my overhead was so high because... I kept just bringing in more cool things, more services, more subscription services, more uh, bills. And you can only raise the rent up so high before people take off, right? So I'm looking at the numbers. I'm like, Jesus, there's only like a couple hundred bucks a week profit. And that could get eaten up real quick. I mean, your toilet breaks, that's gone. 
you know, um, just buying lunch for everybody on a day would take up, you know, a hundred bucks, <laughs> you know, it's like, this really isn't, I'm an idiot, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I really just said to myself, you know what, I, I feel like a fraud, and I know that I'm not a fraud, my intentions are good, but I don't look at all the details, I just go, and part of that's beautiful, part of that's incredible, you know, part of that is just a really cool thing I've been able to do is just go and things just work out. And um, the other part of it is that, no, you know, you're an adult, you you have a family, you have a mortgage, you need to be accountable for all your numbers. And so for that reason, I, I am a fraud. I, I've been talking a lot about money, how to be a professional barber and that, but my own shit wasn't good. It was not clean. It was not crisp. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot more to that and I'll, I'll get into that in another podcast I want to talk a lot about shop setup and stuff like that for my owners or potential owners but yeah man I had that, that realization I gotta tell you it was freeing as shitty as it felt I felt free after like yeah <laughs> this ain't this isn't right so I gotta fix it I gotta fix it and you know how do you make more money? Okay, well, you're going to either A, charge more share rent, or B, take down your um, overhead. Get rid of your overhead. So I couldn't get rid of a lot of the overhead because I had promised my barbers a lot of things. This is what I mean about talking a lot of shit. So this is where the real truth time came in. This is where I really, really had to do some soul searching. I give all my barbers whatever they want, whenever they want it, because I had low self-esteem and I wanted them to like me. That's the goddamn truth. <laughs> That's the hard truth. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. <clears throat> That's a hard thing to say out loud. It's a hard thing to hear, but that's realistically what happened. I want everybody to be happy and love coming to work, so I would just do as much as I could. So, like, I got a front desk staff to help with the phone and with the walk-ins and with the sweeping, so... You know, I got towel service so that we can have nice fresh towels and everybody can use all the towels. But in a chair rental shop, and I'm not going to go crazy into it, there's common areas that need to be covered by co that, the common costs, like towels and stuff like that, and like front desk staff, that they basically are going to get paid by me because the, the rents are going to come in, they're going to pay for most of the overhead, but anything that's over that, I got to pay for it. So just by trying to make sure everybody was happy and having everything they wanted, and just because I would get bored and I would just make up stuff to spend money on, you know, all that kind of came to fruition. I said, wow, man. So when we came back from COVID, it was crazy because we could only have X amount of people in and, you know, and dudes weren't making money like that, but I still was trying to charge a full chair rent because I needed it. We were closed for so long. Like it was getting to the point where the debt was almost insurmountable. Um, the rent doesn't stop, you know, and I got two shops to go off of. So it got, it got a little hairy and that's a whole other episode for another time. But essentially I was down to one or two barbers at that shop and one barber at my other shop. So that was a lot. I lost like seven, seven barbers in like three months. It also sucked for clients and I really feel bad for them because, you know, say they went to this dude, okay, this dude's gonna give us two weeks, he's heading out, okay, 
uh, you know what, I'll go with this guy. Yeah, I've seen him cut, he's good. And that guy's there, you, he cuts your hair once, maybe twice, and then he's not there anymore. Okay, so you go pick another guy. Okay, they, you're getting comfortable with this third guy now in, inside of three months, okay? And now you, you're getting comfortable with him, and then he leaves. You know what, if I was that client, I wouldn't go back. That shop is a cancerous shithole. <laughs> it's falling apart, you know? I can't... Our whole thing is consistency, you know? Any barber being good is being consistent. And there was no consistency, so... You know, it was, it was really tough. But anyway... A lot of cool things came from it. I got this whole little thing I'm writing on do's and don'ts for business because I learned a lot quick. I can see now. I can see where I went wrong. So having that time off actually, although it hurt, like emotionally, it actually helped a ton mentally and financially because I started to really understand what I am, who I am, and what my business should be. Also came to understand that I am not my business. This is a thing that I built that makes money. If it, if it dries up and fails, then I'm going to learn something. It doesn't say anything about who I am as a man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you make mistakes, that means that you weren't well prepared. So that says a little bit about who you are. But it doesn't say that you're a failure. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as you keep going, you're not. So, lots of big news coming um, with with all that. But like I said, it's a whole other episode I want to, I want to devote to that. Just chair rent versus commission um that's a that's a it's a lengthy subject and i know it's kind of a hot button thing that a lot of people you know get stuck on um so that's why i've been gone but i'm super psyched to come back man i i I just feel like this is it like i got it and um i want to hear from you guys i want to hear what you want to what you want to hear about um anytime you have a subject you want to know just ping me hit me um, because I love to talk about it. And, and we could just, it might just be something that you and I just talk about through messaging, <laughs> you know? Um, oh, shout out to my man, Thomas Z, too. That was the one I was, you know, we always have good conversations on uh, Instagram. So, anyway, that's everything that's going on with me. What's going on with you guys? What have you been doing? What what have what has been your experience coming out of COVID? You know, were you in a, a state where you got shut down, where you couldn't work? Um, are you currently not working? I know some barbers that quit the business, man. They became uh, electricians or, you know, construction workers on some level. You know, I know some people that just decided to uh, do it part-time. Or people that just decided to go open their own shops because they realized that they didn't need a, a shop. They didn't, need a, they didn't need to be where they're at, you know. So there's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs for all of us. It's been super interesting, man, like... And I keep telling my kids, this is going to be something we talk about for a long time. This will be in your history books um, when they're, you know, they, they're young, first and third grade. So by the time they're seniors, this will probably, you know, even even be, uh, you know, sooner than that, they'll be in their books. So it's cool. It's cool. Um, you know, let me know how you guys are doing out there. I want to know. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about tonight, it's the only thing I really want to talk about tonight, is, you know, besides all the other shit I just talked about, um, by the way, I swear a lot, and that's something I used to try to hide, but I just swear a lot, <laughs> sorry, sorry to my whole family that listens to this, and go, wait, why is he saying that, um, so, you know, there's, there's a, a podcast out there called the Entree Leadership Podcast, it's, uh, 
Dave Ramsey's team puts it together. Um, really cool stuff. They're not all... I don't know if you'll get something from every episode. You know, sometimes there's people on there that you're just like, I don't understand your business. But a while back, I found this one. I, I listened to it, I don't know, a couple times a year because it gets me jammed up. It gets me really jacked up. Um, this guy, Travis Borsma, Borsma, I'm not sure how you say his name. Um, he's a CEO of Dutch Brothers Coffee. Dutch Brothers Coffee is a big, big um, chain of coffee places, similar to like a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts, but more like chill. Um, I don't really, I, I've never actually been to one, so I'm only going off their description and their website, but um, one of the things he talks about is having a love all, serve all mentality. And it starts with him to his staff. And then them to their staff, and then them to their staff, right? So you have a big company like that. It goes down, you know, CEO to, you know, GMs and to managers and supervisors and, and, and clerks. The idea of no matter what, just serving people in love. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to roll over and just give them whatever they want. It doesn't mean you're going to be super nice to people that are dickheads. It just means that you're going to make sure they end up where they need to go. You know, and I, I just love this concept. And so I wanted to bring it out there to you because I want to know as an owner of a shop, if you're out there, do you do that? Do you let somebody go because they're just not a good fit? And yeah, they bring in a few bucks and you can make some money off them, but they're just not good and they belong somewhere else and you know that and they'd be better. It'd be better for them if they went somewhere else. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that with a client? You know, some clients that come in that, you know, criminals, um, or they claim to be criminals. I don't care if you're a criminal or not. What I care about is you causing a scene and making sure everybody in the, in the shop knows you're a criminal. That's when you just, that's when you're soft to me. That's when you really lost your mind. And we've done a good job of making those people understand that there's probably a better shop for you to go. It's not here, you know, in a very loving way. You know, not not in a way that's, man, you got to leave or, you know, I'm not having this shit, blah, blah, blah. Nothing like that. Just like cutting their hair. And as they talk, we don't glorify what they're saying. And then they go, huh. They they, they, they think to themselves, this isn't going well. Or they're like, how come you guys, uh, <laughs> what are you guys, all a bunch of goody two-shoes in here? And it's like, well, it's not that, man. It's just we don't talk about that stuff in here, you know. Like there's other shops around here that do it and they would probably love to have you. But if you want to talk about that here, you're not going to get any love. That's actually loving. Because you're not being rude. You're not making them feel stupid or bad for who they are or what they're trying to be. You're just telling them who you are. You're just standing up, you know. Um, so it's a huge concept. And uh, I'm going to write about it on this blog. Um, I'll post it out there so you guys will get it. But it's 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 super interesting to me what happens when you treat people that way. Um I loved it because that's sort of what we've been doing the whole time. That's what I've always done. You know, I come from a restaurant background, so um, this was easy for me to jump into and take care of people. So, think about it. Are you living that love all, serve all mentality? I think it's a, I think it's the best mentality to have. And um, despite my foul mouth, I am a Christ follower, man. Um, and that, that's how I see. Jesus in in the scripture was always, you know, he never ruled over people. He always came under them and served them. 
you know. And that's there's something to be said for that, no matter who you are. You know, so I'll leave that with you. This is a quick one. Just want to let you know that uh, for a little bit that's feeling like a fraud. <laughs> and uh, I'm back, and uh, I'm so excited to be back. And um, just stay tuned. JakeCutsFresh.com, Instagram, Twitter, Jake underscore Cuts underscore Fresh. I appreciate all of you. Peace.